Hello and welcome back to Aspen Talks Health. I'm Dr. Nicola Siso and I am so excited mm -hmm. about this episode because today with mm -hmm. me is Jane Gottlieb. She is the founder of Aspen Shakti and she is by far the most heart-centered yoga instructor I have ever experienced. I wow. love your classes. That's nice. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, my pleasure. Good. So my audience, most of you out there are entrepreneurial women. And so Jane has a wealth of wisdom and she's an inspiration for this community. But most importantly, she has managed to stay committed to her purpose through some challenging times. And so that's what she's here to share with us a little bit about her wisdom. And so let's get started. Why did you start Aspen Shakti? Um, well, always, I think that's a huge question. I could go on forever. But the short answer is, I really felt that there was a need for just a little bit more connected community. I started it in 2014, the fall, and I was teaching up on the mountaintop a ton. And, and I, I have a lot of energy. I'm very blessed with that. I think it's a lot because of my commitment to my practice and my purpose. But I just got, I, I have an ability to draw a community together and I have that because I want to be around people that are alive and people that I feel inspired by. So I just, I decided that Aspen Shakti was, was where it needed to be. Um, yeah. And I didn't really decide it. It sort of just came through me. It was one mm. of those things that it just literally was like, this is happening. Love it. Yeah. So. Was it the the pull of yoga that got you started in, uh, or br bring the community together, I think, is one of your biggest... It was really around community, and yeah. it was really around um, really wanting to be and, and needing for my own soul, if I was going to stay in Aspen, to be, to have a hub where mm -hmm. people not only felt safe and could find healing, of course, but could be inspired and to, and really hone their nervous system enough to enjoy the amazing privilege that we have here and the amazing yeah. life that we have living here in Aspen, despite the fact that it has its challenges. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've definitely brought a spiritual element to Aspen that maybe we have it obviously naturally in nature. We do. Uh, but to have that sense center of community mm -hmm. and it's the most feminine, beautiful mm -hmm. space. You Thank have you. really created a spiritual Mecca almost. Thank you. I think yeah. it's finally finding its stride, which almost brings me to tears. It feels so good to, to feel like it is being received in this community. I love that. Yeah. So can you talk about some of the challenges you've had? Yeah. I mean, one of them, it may seem obvious, but it is a real challenge. The seasonality of our town to mm. own a small business is really, really challenging because um, the seasonality what happens is as we start to get really busy in the season, the locals actually get so busy also that their practice sort of begins to go by the wayside right. at times. So the ebb and flow and the tides of energy and the styles of people that we're serving and their needs are vastly different. Um, that's sort of a fun challenge, but a challenge um, because you can't really hit a stride. Right. right when you do, the whole town turns switches. totally switches. Um, and financially with real estate, considering it is such a seasonal town, is really challenging. I have respect for why it would be as much as it is, you know, per square foot here. This is Aspen, Colorado. It's amazing. And any place that I would want to have a business, I think the real estate's going to be on par. Yeah. Um, just because that's, I'm, I'm like fierce in that way. 
Um, if it's quality, it's expensive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to match that with the seasonality and the size of the community, which is small, yeah. is a really big challenge. Um, and it's taken me a while to come into relationship with that. Right. Yeah. So how do you overcome it? I know you have a variety of classes mm -hmm. that you offer. And you know, it's I have I have a new lens on that right now, and I'm excited to share it because I was really narrow for a while, and I'm just going to share what I was thinking before. I was there was so much pressure, and maybe some of you ladies can relate. There was so much pressure to perform really big numbers in the on season because that's when the energy's here. Mm. That I really was getting to a point of not enjoying the on season and having so much stress at the time where it should be I should be in the flow. Right. That that disharmony inside me was really actually taking me down. It was really hard um, because I was trying to compensate for the off seasons. Yeah. And for example, that's the way the restaurant businesses work here. They crank in the on season and they nearly close in the off season. Right. So that's the way I was approaching the business and it was turning me down down a tunnel that was not working very well. And honestly, the turnaround was it really happened this fall, but the seed was planted last fall when we decided to offer this challenge to for locals that is a I think extraordinarily generous challenge. Yes, it is. And it was a little terrifying to me to offer we did a month challenge, 30, 30 classes in 30 days for a fairly insignificant amount compared to what you'd pay for a year membership. And then if you did that, you get a free year of yoga at Shakti, That's a free amazing. membership. And so the first year, which was 2017 that we did it, we had about 100 people. And I was expecting 30. And so I was like, wow, um, wow. And it brought in some cash flow, which was really great. But my point being, when I really laid back to almost going counterintuitive and being more generous, mm. last fall it sort of delivered. And then this fall we did it again. And it was even more successful, which is really exciting. And, and people came for the community, which was yeah. so exciting, not even for the free year of yoga, but for the transformation at a slow time of year. My point being, it shifted my lens. So now I'm like, oh, I, why don't I put my love and attention and energy and creativity into the off seasons and to really believing I can generate there, whether it is out of town retreats or in town, this incubator of consciousness in the fall, instead of trying to get all the blood from the turnip in this on season. And it's, it's completely changed my relationship to my business, my the freedom that I feel as far as being lifted up by my purpose instead of frustrated. And it the biggest message for me was when I really surrendered to really the purpose of what I'm doing, it required even more generosity, which felt totally counterintuitive to what I could do. But once I did that, an entire totally different like lens and perspective and business strategy came alive for me. So beautiful. Thank you. It's really cool. <laughs> when you feel like you're at your end, you give more. Which, I don't even know how you do that, but you do. <laughs> you just sort of surrender. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it is a beautiful thing throughout the fall. A lot of people get so excited about it. During thank the, you. Yeah, it's, it's a really fun cool challenge. for our community. It really is. It brings a lot of people together. Mm -hmm. At a time of year where I think we need to connect. Yeah. And, and we have the time to connect. And we have the time to connect. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. How do you attract what you want? What's one of your abundance rituals? So, 
it kind of it goes aligned with my morning practice for the most part, but I'm a really big proponent and believer of the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. And so I, I almost daily have this quote in my mind, like, you don't get what you want in life, you get what you are, Wayne Dyer. You don't get what you want in life, you get what you are. So as often as possible that I have the opportunity to check in and really be honest with myself about what I'm vibing. You know if you're heavy or angry or a little tight, and you know when you're, like, open. And, and first, it's like an assessment of, okay, like if, I'm, if I want to be successful today and I want to I make people smile that are in my energy, I got to put that, like I always I use this sound effect of like, I like put my <laughs> avatar on yeah. and like I'm like, okay, that I'm going to be what it is that I wish to attract and see what happens. And that's easier said than done, but having the intention and the awareness, I think, is a first step. Um, and two, I really, I surround myself by people who are also in alignment with knowing that we are responsible for what is reflected in our outer world. Yeah, absolutely. That brings another, another question that you have to be on. You're teaching yoga, you're, yeah. you have to, you're, you're, it's your studio, people are coming into yeah. your space essentially, and you really have to be in a positive almost force positive scenarios sometimes, sometimes when you don't feel like it. And when I'm not, it. I actually, in the past, I, ha I get a sub. When I'm really in a tough space, I'm like, you know what, I have no business teaching today. Huh. Um, and I do, I do do that, and I'm proud of how I do that. Yeah, um, you have to honor where you're where you are. Yeah, you do. Um, but just the physical nature of the studio, um, it, it helps uplift my spirit. Yeah. It is sort of my practice. Love it. And yeah, I would say my abundance ritual is... Um, is really having the awareness that if I don't like what I'm seeing out there, it's time to go this way. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's a theory that it's a reflection of your inner world. Yeah. Or your, the outer world. Yeah. You made a great point. So my last coach, the best tool he gave me was a little clicker. Mm -hmm. You know what the bouncers use to count how many people come <laughs> yeah. in the club? Uh -huh. So it's a little clicker and you basically, you each time you click, you have to say what you're calling into your life, what you mm -hmm. want. I like that. Yeah. So when I, before I started the show, I had to get past some money issues. Sure. And, and one of the things I clicked on, 10 thousand talents <laughs> that in three weeks, which equated to 500 a day. Uh, I clicked, I am wow. the next Oprah of health. I am the next Oprah of health. I, love I that. am the next Oprah of health. 500 times a day leaves no room for negative thoughts. That's right. You have no time. That's right. You can't <laughs> indulge them at all. No. There's no, it, it, and I as love soon that. as you even have a negative thought, you're awesome. like, I'm the next Oprah of health. And it puts you in such an alive, vibrant yep. space. So, to, and that can transition. I um, had to say at one point, I have all the discipline I, I need yeah. to create great wealth. You know, or whatever you want to call your into mantra your life. that is mantra. really what you're vibing with. Right, that tool right there was that. the best thing that I've ever done. I love that. I think that's awesome. Thank you. I might start doing that. You know, I will share too, though, because Please. it is easier said than done. Sometimes you can say something to yourself, but to really align your vibration with what you're trying to bring in and to lift it is is hard when you're in fear or when you yeah. are somebody said something that made that triggered everything about right it's hard to just like turn that right i will say living in aspen i really i really try to get outside and i really yeah. especially in the winter to breathe what i think is the most extreme 
extraordinary of air to mm. recreate in the winter. Yeah. And I always say, so if I'm really stuck, like motion changes emotion. Whether it's get outside, get on your yoga mat, dance, like move energy, just do it. Love it. And it really, that will get me out of my shit. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> the funk. me. It's yeah. okay. Uh, wow. Yeah. You know what else helps me as well? I love that. But also going to the river. Oh, it is yeah. fascinating how the river just like pulls all the yeah. negative energy out and you're instantly at peace again. Yeah. Just it's doing something that opens you. Right? Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So true. Nice. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What are you practicing right now? I, for me, it's self-love. So that's my, I look in the mirror and I say, I love you, or, mm -hmm. you know, and I redirect yeah. my yeah. eyes away from the part that I don't like yeah. to the part I like. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, I'm also working with self-love, but not as specifically as that. I'm working with the energy of, like, inner toning, if that makes sense. So, like, I'm using practices that, that train my nervous system so it can hold more vitality because the more vital I can be, the more in radiant, mm -hmm the better I feel, the more honest I can be, the more energy I have to enjoy this life that I've created. Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of vitality practices. Can you share one? Sure. Um, yes. It's just a wild one. So that's why Go for I'm, it. yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll take in the morning, every morning, I have about a 35 minute practice. But the most specific practice that really makes me feel alive is I do cat and cows. Okay. Okay. So on all fours, I can yeah. get down there if you need me to. Cat and cow, <laughs> inhaling and exhaling through the nose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I do it for three minutes, which is a long time, and I do it as fast as I can. Really? And the energy, the idea, it is a kundalini practice. It it's, lubricates all the synovial fluid to up and down your spine, and your spine is where you carry, where you have your energy channel, your center of energy that you would flow. And so to do this as fast as I can while oxygenating my system. Wow. It is so invigorating. It's pretty silly, but it's so fun. And I, it makes me feel like I'm toning my inside so I can express my radiance. I love it. And I, I'm like, like really not bullshitting. <laughs> like I love it. <laughs> so are you, uh, technique wise, are yeah. you squeezing the ulubanda and? No, not so much. I'm trying to keep it safe. Okay. But it's, um, I'm really focusing on my breath, being even on the inhale and even on the exhale. Okay. So. Okay. So it's not like the fire breath, the belly breath. Right. No. It's that we would try and squeeze mulabanda, although that can be hard. Okay. But um, you're really just getting the spinal huh. column to move and, and oxygenate and bring blood there and prana and life force. And if you try that for three minutes, one, it's tiring. Yeah. But it is very enlivening. It's just really? like woo. <laughs> I yeah. love it. And then I feel like I can run energy through my system better. Yeah. I just, I could, I, it allows me to sit in the meditation with a lot more calm. That's beautiful. You said 35 minutes. What else do you do? So I do that for, so I'll start. Um, and this is, this is my practice probably for these six months. I sometimes shift, but I start with, I'll go to my altar, which I do have right now, that does have, has roses, it has some beautiful mantras on it, and... Um, it has a love letter from somebody that I love in my life. Just things that really Aww. make me feel good. Yeah. Um, and then I, I will pick an oracle card. Just like, what's my message for today? Like, what, do, what could I consider? I'll do that. Then I go do my cat and cows th for three minutes. Then I do a little bit of fists of rage for three minutes. Because yeah. I've found a lot of heart opening um, around that. And it, again, it's just breath. Right. 
then I sit for 10 minutes and then I, um, and then I write for 10 minutes. I love it. What is, I'm just loving it right now. And when I write, I'm asking every day I write at the top of my paper, what does my soul have to say to me today? And I just try to write, it's almost like writing a letter to myself. Ah, that's beautiful. And for me now that is working. What I've always found is just to have a ritual that that you do for a while Mm. and just do it. Yeah. Um, It gets me, I feel connected. I love that. You you. had Guru Jagat in your studio this past weekend and she made a wonderful point. She said if you she would much prefer people to do just three minutes of breathing every single day than once a week yoga. Yep. The consistency is what trains the brain and changes it. Yes, and what triggers you, like because you have it's easier to have resistance to doing the same thing every day, Hmm. and it's pushing through that that your brain begins to to develop new channels that you start to believe in yourself, and self love becomes a lot easier. And I do feel like that's probably at the seed of most of our creativity is loving ourselves. Yeah, and she said our gray gray matter gets thicker. Yeah. Our gray matter gets thicker. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. I was really inspired by her, so, which is why my, my morning practice has a little kundalini in it now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, how does yoga affect your emotional health? Well, scientifically-wise, I'll answer that first. It yeah. does clean and clear your energy. So okay. anything that you, good or bad, are holding onto or attaching to, it actually physically washes it through. Hmm. And, and with the breath, prana, it's actually bringing in new, fresh cosmic energy, prana, life force, and pushing out what is no longer living, which is therefore toxic, right? When you have dead things in your body, that's, that's what bacteria feeds on, dead things. Interesting. So how it affects my emotional health, just literally in the science of it, um, by flushing energy, it improves it massively. Yeah. Um, it's and- also allowed for me to feel connected to a life force that is beyond word, and I can't explain, I don't think any of us can explain, the universe, God, but I, it's allowed me to open my body so I can, let's just say, like let the universe in and to guide me. And in that way, it up-levels my emotional well-being. Because even when I'm going through something hard, which I often do, I have faith in the background or just spiritual knowing that whatever I am going through I, I often say this to myself as a mantra too. What if whatever I'm going through is bringing me closer to what I asked for? And when you know that, you can get through a lot more. Absolutely. Yeah, I think during yoga, you always have that opportunity to kind of connect to your mm-hmm. inner self and your inner guidance. Yeah. And you, your inner wisdom. And yeah. so you're, it gives you a moment to, to just breathe and, and listen. And have an intimate moment with yourself in our mm-hmm. culture. We... I think we're trained, actually, not trained, but we're marketed to desensitize our system. And so for me, yoga, it's, it's literally a practice of refinement and sensitizing the system mm. so that we have the answers with confidence. Yeah. You know? You touched on something about lessons, and my greatest lesson recently has been that every single thing that comes to me, be it negative experience or a person that's just not nice that day, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's all opportunities for me to practice patience or compassion. or Totally. So it's all in service, actually, to my soul. Uh, it's, and if you have that lens, yeah. um, which yoga has ultimately really taught me, 
and I share that, life becomes just a little bit, it's, the colors aren't so dramatic, right? We experience all the colors of being human, yeah. but they're not going to kill you. Right. Even though they feel like they will sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does. It shifts everything. It shifts everything. You're totally, you don't react. Mm -hmm. it, that's the whole point of mindfulness, right? Is that you don't, that's right. you choose how you want to you react. You choose how you want versus, to react. Yes. Yeah. And yoga has really brought that to me, both on a way that I, c I can feel a little bit more life and freedom. Mm. Um, my emotional, my emotions don't control me. I can be aware of them more. And, and it's brought me, it brings me a lot more peace. Nice. Yeah. And strength. That. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share? Final thoughts. I mean, I'll just share this because it excites me right now. Um, one of the questions you asked me, too, is what was, what was my abundance ritual? And I've mentioned that surrounding myself with people who are aligned in their willingness to go through life, we'll just call it wildly alive. Yes. Um, to me, being wildly alive is all the colors of humans. So it's not all pink and purple and rosy sparkle. And although that feels <laughs> great, sometimes there's other experiences that we have to endure or right. endure to learn. And so what I, where I'm shifting Shakti as I've sort of continuously listened to what is my purpose and why am I doing this? And does this still turn me on as a human? And is it aligned, you know, is I'm calling it now more, I've always, thought it was more than a yoga studio, but I'm like, what are we? And I think you heard me say this the other day, but I'm really referring to it as a mind, body, spirit training facility. Love it. So in order to live alive, um, I think that you need a strong body, a strong mind, a strong spiritual connection, and I think a strong community. And I feel what I'm learning in my 39, almost 40 years, is two of those avenues need to be flowing like healthfully if and if two of those are flowing with ease and creativity and they're full of life i think you can endure this alive state which we all want to be in we all want to be alive right um and connected yeah. and so that's a place that you can come and you get to like top up on on if you're feeling a, if one of the tributaries is a little closed you get to open it love it and then if we do that together um i think we really shift our community from we shift the dial a little on less suffering yeah it's true and that's really important to me of the three i would say the body i think is very important i think having a strong physical body not only brings confidence mm -hmm. and boosts your your self-esteem it, it it helps big time with self-love totally if you can look in the mirror and be really grateful at what you see it's very helpful yes and on the spiritual side i think serving and, and finding your purpose and contributing like yeah. you're doing to the community and, and creating such a so much value. Mm -hmm. And faith, that idea of like the universe has my back. You know, yeah. I'm every experience that's coming to me is for my evolution. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it's such a better place to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lovely. All right, so it's homework time. Yay! It's homework time. <laughs> um, usually I would guide this, but uh, Jane has offered to do so because she's got <laughs> Thanks, exactly Nicola. what I was looking for. It's, it's funny. I, she just spoon-fed <laughs> it to me. I'm like, here we go. Awesome. Okay. Um, so we did this for the beginning of the year as a sankalpa, as an intention-setting ritual. And I'll just say it, it tended, it seemed to work really well. I just had students close their eyes 
and just take a few deep breaths, really deep into the belly. So maybe when you inhale, breathe low into your belly and then up into your ribs and then up into your chest and heart. So you get a full breath and exhale. And just do three of those and just begin to focus your energy inward. And I, I like the question, you know, what do I see for this day? What do I see for my life? What do I see? And you keep just asking, and for three minutes, five minutes, two minutes, whatever, you just allow your heart to, or your, your guide, your subconscious system to offer you some visions of what, is, what do you see? What do you want to see? And maybe time that for two minutes, a minute, and then do a three-minute journaling and just write it down. And I think you'll, that homework Try it for a week. See what yeah. happens. Yeah. It's amazing what happens when you just ask the question. You don't try right. an answer. That's right. You just ask. You keep asking, what keep do asking. I see? Yeah. What do I see? And eventually you, you see something. You see an amazing embrace. You see whatever. <clears throat> yeah. I experienced that with, um, again, back to like mm -hmm. an obstacle or a challenging moment. What is it I need to learn from this? How is this supposed to serve asking. me? And you just keep asking these questions. And yeah, the taking the deep breaths yeah. brings you inside and it will connect you to wherever the stored. And separates you from life into what's really true. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nicola. Such a pleasure. To Such have a you. pleasure. Such I'm a so treat. Grateful. Thank you. You have served Namaste. this community in Thank so you. many ways. Everyone Thank really you. appreciates having you here. In the it is a privilege for me. Yeah. I think the community for allowing me to do the work that I came here to do. Yeah, you do it very Thank well. Thank you for all the variety as well. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. So as always, check out AspenTalksHealth.com. For more information, I'll put up uh, Jane's website as well so you can see. And uh, definitely go to Aspen Shakti. It's an amazing studio. And it's full of wisdom and guidance. And anything that you're seeking, you Thank likely you. will find there. Thank you. All right, lots of love.